Welcome to the podcast of Faith Forward Church of Atlanta with Pastor Jonathan Richardson. Our current series on God's plan is designed to help you identify and walk in the purpose on your life. Stay tuned for today's message entitled, The Surrendered Life. Tap your neighbor, tell him we going somewhere. Tell him, hold on, grab your seatbelt, 2019, it's going to pick up. Tell him we going somewhere. <laughs> we moving. I hope, you are, I hope you're ready for the ride. I thank you all. Glory to the Lord. We are in a series on purpose. Is that all right? Have you been blessed? Has anybody received something? Has anybody received something? Bless the Lord today. This is the word of the Lord. We're going to use Matthew 16 as a launching pad today, and we're going to see what God does with it. It says, then Jesus said to his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow me. Verse 25 is where I want to launch from. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. 26, for what good will it be for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit or lose their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? 25 for emphasis one more time. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life, here it is, for me. Tell somebody for God. Tell them it's God's purpose. Tell somebody it's God's plan. Whoever wants to lose their life for me will find it. This is my thought today. Just touch somebody and tell them I'm living the surrendered life. I'm living the surrendered life. Amen. Amen. My subtopic is lose your life. I'm living the surrendered life. Glory to God. Thank you, praise team. Thank you, minstrels. Glory to the Lord. Here it is, church. Your life should be a reflection of the purpose of God. Can you say amen today? For us to truly live out purpose, for us to truly live the life that God wants us to live, we must live the version of the life that God desires for us. Is that all right today? Now that can be a challenge for us when our life don't look like we planned. You ain't going to say nothing because you've never been there and you've never felt that feeling before. But that can be a challenge, church, when our life does not look the way Sonetta we thought it was going to look. You thought that by 30, you'd be in your dream house. You thought by 30, you'd have your dream job. By 40, you'd be in your, your dream position. You'd have your luxury car. Amen. You'd have uh, uh, 2.5 children. Amen. Your spouse would look better than Morris Chestnut, but not as good as Sharonda. I can't hear nobody. You thought you would have all that you would have but the problem is life didn't turn out how you thought it was going to be. I want to help somebody today because the truth is, help me church, a little buzzer in the mic, help me. I want to help somebody because the truth is that if you are going to live out the purpose of God, you're going to have to realize that sometimes your life is not going to look like how God wants it to look. And I want to help somebody with that thought today because the truth of the matter is, is that we have a challenge, church, holding on to the version of life we think we should live. 
I know you're not going to say amen. I know that that's not going to uh, uh, be relevant to everybody. But the truth is, pastor can admit that there was a point in time I wanted to hold on to the version of life that I thought I was going to live. I thought I was going to have it this way. I thought I was going to have it that way. But how many of you know that as the song says, life is filled with swift transitions? And sometimes in life, in your transitional seasons, in your transitional moments, what you've got to learn how to do is what I like to say. You've got to learn how to ride the wave of purpose. That means that you've got to learn that if things are shifting, Alicia, if things are changing, Amira, in your life, you have to ride the wave of what God is doing in this season because the worst thing you could do, church, is be living an old life when God is trying to give you a new life. I want to help somebody today and I might preach for a little bit and let you know that I believe that this is the season where the Lord is trying to introduce you to the real you. I believe this is the season of your life, Hannah, where the Lord is trying to show you who you truly are. And the challenge, the wrestling point for many of you is if you're going to be who God really wants you to be, you're going to have to let go of who you were on yesterday. And can I just prophesy to somebody real quick and let you know that as you let go of your life, as you surrender what God desires you to surrender to him, the Lord is going to send you life and this is what the bible says it says jesus said to his disciples whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves take up the cross follow me but here's 25 for whoever wants to save their life will lose it but whoever loses their life for my sake will save it can i give you some context kendra the context is that jesus is predicting his death and and he says to his disciples to be a disciple you have to deny yourself you have to surrender your will and notice what jesus is doing to you. jesus is actually foreshadowing the fact that he's going to have to die to do the will of god and to be in his purpose he's going to have to experience literally losing his life and in the midst of telling his disciples this peter in his self just says no lord don't go no lord you don't have to do it you don't have to go you don't have to make this sacrifice then jesus turns to peter and he tells peter his main man his rock he says peter get behind me satan because you are a stumbling block to me notice the revelation is that jesus knew he would have to lose his life he knew he would have to sacrifice his life to be in god's purpose and he tells peter peter i don't care how close you are i don't care how cool we've been i don't care and we were high school sweethearts you the devil i wish i had a church it's cool it's all right i, I don't care if you can cook my favorite meal i don't care if you pay my bills you the devil you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna, I don't care if you my baby mama. I don't care if you my baby daddy. You the devil. And the reason is because the truth is you not acting like the rock. You acting like the devil. And let me tell you how I can tell the difference between the rock and the devil. You're trying to take me out of the will of God. You ain't going to say amen. It's cool. You, you, I can tell you when you acting out of character, Peter, because now he says this to him. He says, you don't have the thoughts of God, but you have the thoughts of man. And sometimes, church, the reason we can't walk in purpose fully is because we don't necessarily have the thoughts of God. We are walking in the thoughts of man. And he says, look, Peter, you a stumbling block to me. Wish I had a church right there. Because here's the honest truth is, you got some stumbling blocks in your purpose. You, you, you got some stuff, if you're not careful, that can be a stumbling block 
to what God wants you to do. And I want to speak over your life and declare prophetically that this is the season of your life where you declare that you are removing every stumbling block from your life. I can't hit nobody. This is the season of your life that you are removing, Nikki, everything that stands in between you and releasing to God what God wants of you. This is the season of your life where you tell every stumbling block close to you that you can't be close to me in this season. I don't care if you're related to me. I don't care if you know me like that. Now. You knew the me I used to be. You don't know the me I'm becoming right now. I can't hit nobody in here. You knew the me from 2015, but you got to see the me in 2019. I'm going to a new season. I'm going to a new level. And if you're going to be what God wants me to be, I got to have some people that will not be a stumbling block to my purpose. Can you look at your neighbor real quick and declare over their life, neighbor, I will not be a stumbling block to the purpose of God in your life. Because, baby, if I can't help you, I sure ain't going to hurt you. Uh, I'm going to push you to be what God says you're going to be, to go where God says you're going to go. As a matter of fact, I'm on your team. As a matter of fact, I'm in your corner. As a matter of fact, we down like four flat tires. As a matter of fact, I don't want to see you do nothing but win. As a matter of fact, I only want to see you fulfill God's will and purpose for your life. As a matter of fact, if you can't depend on nobody else, you can depend on me. Why? Because I refuse to be a stumbling block to what God is about to do. I feel the preacher manual uh, where you at I feel a preacher in my spirit but can you turn to somebody and say it real quick neighbor I will not be a stumbling block to what God is doing in the next season of your life I will not hold you back but I'm going to push you forward I will not keep you down but I'm going to keep you moving tell your neighbor I won't be a stumbling block that's what he tells him he says look you got to be in purpose, but you got to give to God what he wants from you. But notice in verse 24, he says, then Jesus said to his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow me. Here it is. I would pray. I would stay here and preach if you can handle it, but you can't handle it, so it's cool. So let me just give it to you. That walking in purpose is a sacrifice. That's all it says. That, that, that walking in purpose is a sacrifice. It is a giving of yourself because guess what, church? It ain't about you, never was about you, never will be about you. But it's about God. I heard a preacher say this on TV last night. Bless my soul. He said, you know what people do? They make decisions based on how they feel. I can't hear nobody. You mean you're going you gonna to decide God's purpose based on how you feel? You mean you're going to stay married or not stay married based on how you feel? Hallelujah. You mean to tell me you're going to make a decision for your children based on how you feel? No, because purpose ain't never about your feelings. Purpose is about the will of God. And if you put what you feel above the will of God, you have begun to worship yourself. You ain't got to say amen. Because false worship is putting anything before God when God should be first. So if you put your feelings before God, you worshiping you. You your God. But to be in purpose, you got to understand that God is God. And all you got to do is submit to him. Look at your neighbor and say, submit, submit, submit. He says, look, if you want to be my disciple, it's a sacrifice. Because Jesus goes on to say, cool. Do what you want to do. 
But what does it profit you to gain the whole world and lose or forfeit your soul? What, what, what does it profit you to get everything you want to do, everything you think your purpose should do, but you miss God? You can't say nothing. It's all right. I'm going to preach in the end. I promise you. What, what, what does it mean for you to get all the material stuff you want in this life, all the, all the things you can acquire, but at the end of the day, God ain't in none of that? Because you can't take it with you know how. Say amen today, church. You can't take your money with you when you're dead. Somebody else going to spend it. Come on, you can't take your stuff with you when you're dead. Somebody else going to sell it, and they're going to put it in their bank account. So what does it matter to gain everything you can get and miss God? I want to tell somebody right here that I have learned again and again that my life is about what God desires because watch this, church. Only what you do for God will last to eternity. Wish I had a church right here. Only what you do for God, only what you do in purpose for God will last beyond your lifetime. Look at your neighbor and tell them, I want a legacy. I can't hear nobody. Open your mouth and declare it out here. I want a legacy. And for me to have a legacy, I got to be in purpose. For me to have a legacy, I got to be in purpose. And this is what you got to do. You got to give what God wants to him. And here's the question the Spirit of the Lord asked me. Yesterday, he said, can you give me 100% obedience? Now, now I'm going to pause right there because you, because you want to say yes. That's what you want to say, but you're lying because you're still struggling with that thing that you ain't gave up yet. Say amen today. Say amen today. I was sitting eating my veggie plate yesterday. The Lord ministered to me. I had to come to Jesus meeting, and he said, can you give me 100% obedience? And Britain, I'm going to be honest, as a pastor, that was a stretch. I'm, I'm going to keep it real. Because I said, okay, God, 100 ain't 99. I said, okay, God, 100 ain't 87. Because 87 is like a B plus. You know, I was a good B student. Hallelujah. Uh, it, it, that was all right for me in school. But God said, can you give me 100 percent obedience and, and and i was at the house last night by myself kind of just meditating in the lord and i i almost tried to fix my mouth to say no you should try it when you get home try saying god i can't give you 100 percent obedience it don't even sound right coming out of your mouth it almost make you want to cringe just saying it come on when you get home try saying god i cannot give you 100% obedience. Make you want to slap yourself. I can't hear nobody in here. I want to tell somebody right here that what the Lord wants to know is, can you give me 100% obedience? And I asked the Lord, why do you want me to give you 100% obedience? Because there's something I got for you. And where you are is a test of my purpose. I wish I had a church. And if you can't give me 100% obedience, how can you expect to walk in your next season? I want to tell somebody, the Lord wants to get what you want and give it to him. And even John the Baptist understood this. He understood this fully. He said, listen, he must increase, but, but I must decrease. John understood this. His disciples were coming to him, and they were saying, John, you should be the man. John, you, you, you came before Jesus. God, John, you, you've been back and everybody and John looks around and he says no nah, baby this ain't about me it's about purpose and John says this, watch this I recognize Jesus position and authority and even though I've been doing good where I am here's the good news my purpose submits to God's will 
And here's the challenge. I've got to learn when it's time for me to decrease so he can increase. Can I tell you that some of your greatest blessings will not come from increase. They will come from personal decrease. You ain't going to say nothing to me. That some of your greatest blessings come from you saying, God, I give it to you. Come on, try it right now. Don't open your mouth and declare it. God, I give it to you. You ain't said nothing to me. Come on, say it. Come on, say, God, I give it to you. God, I give it to you. Come on. You got to understand that that's where some of your greatest blessings come from, Britain. So when you say, Lord, you must increase and I must decrease. And I help with somebody, Sequoia, because the truth of the matter is we don't like decrease. You mean I got to give up more, God? Ain't I gave enough? You ain't never said that. It's all right. You mean, God, I got to sacrifice more and they ain't done nothing yet? Say amen today. Hallelujah. You mean I got to keep fasting, Lord? I like chicken. Amen. I do. I really do like it. Hallelujah. But you, I got to give up more for you? Lord said, yes. Because here it is, you comparing your life to somebody else's. And the problem is your purpose is different from theirs. And if you really want to be about this life, you're going to have to give me what I ask you. Let me keep moving. I want to speak to somebody's life right now and let you know this is the season to declare God decreased me, decrease everything in me that's not of you, decrease everything in me that's not attached to your purpose, decrease everything in me that is not aligned to your will, take everything out of me that does not belong in my life. Come on, you're looking at me crazy. That means I'm talking real good. Take everything out of me that does not belong to you because here it is, God. This is God's plan, not my plan. Number one, you got to give to God what he asks of you. But number two, understand that you got to trade your thoughts for God's thoughts. You got to give up the way you think. If you're going to be in purpose, you got to give how you think. Notice, secondly, you got to trade your thoughts for God's thoughts. You've got to come to a place where you no longer want to think according to your own way. I was watching something and Billy Graham said this. He said, when you change your thoughts, you don't just change what you think. You change how you think about it. You don't just change what you think. You change the process of how you think about it. That means that you see it with the whole lens and a whole purpose. And many times for you to get in purpose, it's not about just changing your think. It's about changing the whole process of how you see your life. Notice the text. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lead not to your own understanding. I believe it's really powerful today because notice purpose starts with you understanding that it's a trust thing. It says trust in the Lord with all your heart. Notice the text begins saying trust in the Lord, but here it is not just trust in the Lord. Trust with all your heart, with everything, with your whole self, with your whole surrender. You've got the trust in him with all your heart. And let me tell you something, trust ain't easy. Come on, talk back to the preacher. Let me, let me come on somebody's street. You know you trust in God because you paying your tithe and you still looking like, Lord, where that? Can't hear nobody. Come on, trust ain't easy because you're like, Lord, I'm doing what you said do, but I don't see the increase. Come on, talk back to me. Come on, come on, you, you trust in God because you're saying, Lord, I'm keeping myself holy, but where my man at? You ain't said nothing to me. Come on, you trust in God because you're saying, Lord, I'm doing everything I can do for you, but I don't see favor, I don't see the overflow, and I don't see the increase, but can I tell you, that the Holy Ghost says, baby, you can't
can't base your trust on what you see. You got to base your trust on who I am. And who I am is your God, your Savior, your Redeemer, your rock in a weary land, your water when you're thirsty, your, your, your food when you're hungry. And if you're going to trust you, then go on and be your God. But if you're going to let me be your God, then you got to put your trust in something greater than yourself. Come on, open up your mouth and declare it right now. I'm putting my trust in something greater than myself. I am putting my trust in God because he is Alpha. He is Omega. He is El Elyon. He is the El Shaddai, the Most High. And if I want to be God, I can trust me. But baby, I've learned that when I try to be my own God, I slip, I fall, I fail, I slumber on myself. But I'm so glad that I serve a God who the Bible said he don't never sleep, nor does he slumber. So baby, what does that mean? That means you can close your eye, get some sleep, flip your pillow over to the cool side, and trust God to do what God gonna do. Come on, Emmanuel, can you touch your neighbor and say, neighbor, I trust God to be God. I can't hit nobody in here. I said, tell somebody next to you, I trust God to do what God's gonna do. I trust God to be who God's gonna be. I trust God to come through how God's gonna come through. Cause every time I turn around, God keeps showing up and it keeps showing out. Can you lift your hand to heaven and just say, God, you can be God in my life. God, you can be God in my family. God, you can be God in my money. But God, I give it to you. I turn it over to you. I'm trading my thoughts for your thoughts. My plan for your plan. And my will for your will. Because God, I want to trust you. Clap your hands and shout hallelujah. I want to I want to put more trust in God than my own self. You know, I learned this lesson the hard way. You know, every month something go on with my car. Every month I got a problem with my car. Every month I got it making a noise. It's dinging. It's doing something crazy. And I got to take my car into the shop. And, and I learned this lesson the hard way because I was trying to take a shortcut. Trying to save some money. So I said, let me take my car to the sideline, man, uh, 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 dealership. You know, they're going to give me a deal. Uh, they, you know, there's a shortcut to what I want. So let me go on and, and save some time and save some money. Take my car to the man. I get in the car. It's worse than when I brought it to him. You ain't never been there. It's cool. You never had to call Uber and Lyft to get to church. It's all right. You, you, I, I had to uh, tell him, look, my car worse than what I brought it to you. And the man just looked at me. He said, man, I don't know. I, I wish I could tell you what to do. And I said, man, I can't deal with your excuses because this thing needs to be fixed. So what I can't do is take it to just anybody. I learned that I had to take it to the manufacturer. You ain't going to say nothing to me. It's cool. So I take my car to the manufacturer, and I get in there, and I tell the man, look, this was wrong with my car. And the man looks at me, and he says, let me tell you where you went wrong. You let them put in a general part. What you need, Robert, is a dealer part. And the reason your car ain't functioning the way it's purpose to function is because you put anything in it. You ain't going to say nothing to me. I want to help somebody right here and let you know when you get the right stuff in you, you're going to work like you're supposed to work. 
I wish I had a church today. When you get the right stuff in you, when you get the right thoughts in you, when you get the right stuff in your soul, you're going to work how you're supposed to work. And can I tell somebody that one of the reasons people struggle to walk in purpose is because you got more trust in your boo than you got in God. I can't hear nobody in here. You, you got more trust in your money than you got in God. But God is saying that's just like taking your car to the sideline tree shade mechanic. Now, you need to take your stuff to the dealer because only the manufacturer can tell you what you're working with. And can you just talk to yourself and say, baby, I got to go to God. I got to trust in God. I got to send my stuff to God. And when I need to get direction and purpose for my life, baby, I got to go to the source. Touch three people and tell them, baby, go to the source. Go to the source. Come on, touch three people and tell them, go to the source. Go to the source. If you want to walk in purpose, you got to go to the manufacturer. You got to go to God and say, Lord, you made this marriage. You tell me how it worked. Yeah, God, you made this family. You tell me how it worked. Yeah, God, you made me in this way. Tell me how I'm supposed to function. Because here's the problem. I'm getting my answers from the world. You ain't going to say nothing. I'm, I'm getting the way I should be from what Fox and CNN telling me. But here's the truth. God is always going to be God. So you can learn now or you can learn later. The question you got to ask yourself is how much time are you willing to waste in between? You ain't going to say nothing to me. One of the worst lessons I learned uh, uh, when I said this to myself was how much time I had wasted being in my own purpose. You ain't going to say amen to me. And there is nothing more credible or rather uh, 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 heavy on your life. There's nothing more heavy on your life than looking back and seeing how much time you wasted. When you could have been loving right, you could have been leading right, you could have been doing right. But the problem is you're too busy in your plan and you're just wasting time. Say amen today, church. Tell your neighbor, prophesy, you won't waste time anymore. Prophesy to your neighbor, I will not waste any more time because watch this church, your time ain't your time, it's God's time. You didn't create time, you did not create space or matter, you can't have time, it's God's time. So here it is. Question you got to ask yourself in purpose is will you watch this submit to him in all your ways? Not just some of your ways. Because here's the revelation how the kingdom works. Submission leads to success. Can you say amen today? Submission leads to success. And if you want to be successful, you got to ask the Lord, where should I submit? Can you say amen today? I had to take my car to God. And here's the thing you got to ask yourself. Am I submitting to God in all my ways? Am I willing to give God 100% obedience to be in purpose. And I want to tell you that as you submit to God, notice what he's going to do. He's going to make your path straight. You ain't going to say nothing to me. It's cool. If I had a Baptist church, I'd preach real hard, but y'all ain't ready. If you submit to God, Bible says like this, if you acknowledge him in all your ways, watch this, he'll make your path straight. In other words, God going to do the hard work for you. All you got to do is say, Lord, let me acknowledge you 
Because when I put you first, you make it easy. Can you just talk to your neighbor and declare in their life, it's about to get easier for you. Come on, prophesy to your neighbor and say, neighbor, it's about to get easier for you. And the reason it's about, I feel like preaching, but I ain't going to do it yet. Tell your neighbor, it's about to get easy for you because you are putting God first. Come on, prophesy to somebody and tell your neighbor, neighbor, I will not be in a discouraged place because I just believe God is about to make it easy. And the reason God is about to make it easy is because I'm lining myself up. Oh, thank you, God, where the Lord says I should be. The reason it's about to get easy is because I'm stepping out of my will and I'm stepping into God's will. I'm stepping out of my plan and I'm stepping into God's plan. And I ain't got to be Drake to know what God's plan is because God's plan is for me to prosper. God's plan is for me to live the good life. God's plan is for me to do everything that God said that I can do. I almost feel like preaching, but can you just open up your mouth and say, neighbor, I'm ready to live in God's plan. I can't hear nobody in here. And when I'm in God's plan, God makes my path straight. God makes the road easy. God makes it easy for me. And I declare over your life that I will not walk a crooked path anymore. I can't hear nobody in here. I won't walk a crooked path because I trust God and I'm obedient to God and God lines it up for me. Clap your hands and shout hallelujah. Live the surrendered life. You got to, you got to give it to God. Last point, number three, to live the surrendered life, walk in purpose. You got to Stop striving. Start abiding. Let me help you. Go and live a surrender life. You got to, one, give to God what he asked of you. Number two, you got to trade your thoughts for God's thoughts. But lastly, if you're going to live a surrender life, you got to stop striving. Stop abiding. There's something, church, about surrender to God that gets you where you want to go. Can you say amen today? Britain, there's something about surrender to God that puts you in the HOV lane to where you want to get to. Something about surrender to God that gets you where you want to go. Now understand, I'm not suggesting to be irresponsible. But what I am suggesting is that sometimes you just got to let go. Talk back to me. And you may not know what that feels like, but I'm probably talking to your neighbor because your neighbor says, I've worked I've strived, and I've struggled, and Lord, I'm at the end of this rope. Say amen today. I've worked, I've strived, I've struggled, and guess what, God? I'm at the end of this rope. But guess what? Maybe that's what God waiting for you to get to. You know, may, maybe the Lord wants you to get to the end of your rope. Because that means you've surrendered it to him. Maybe God says, I'm going to let you struggle. Whoa. Thank you, Lord. I felt that in my soul. I'm going to let you struggle. I'm going to let you strive until you learn the secret. And the secret is not striving. The secret is abiding. I wish I had a church right there. There's something about surrender to God. That when you say, God, I'm done striving, 
I'm done struggling and I surrender the situation to you. Watch this. And however you want to work it out, God, cool. I'm all right with that. That means I got to live where I'm living for six more months. Cool. That means I got to drive what I'm driving to. A new thing come. Cool. So that means I got to work where I'm working until I get a new job. Fine. Because I'm ready to abide. I'm tired of struggling. I'm tired of striving. But here's the, the good news is that when you abide, you become fruitful. Wish I had a church right here. Somebody's know that that might be a good place God's trying to get you to. That sometimes being purpose is to find out what's not working. And stop trying to make what's not working work. Because you know what happens? You're striving. Trying to force something to fit. Like a, a circle in a square hole. You're striving. It's not working. And maybe you should take the clues that the Holy Ghost trying to give you. Because you realize God don't have to talk to you to speak to you. The Lord is speaking. The question is, can you see what he's trying to tell you? Say amen today. And sometimes, you know, I've learned that when I'm striving, I'm going against the will of God. And I preach it to myself every week. And I ask myself, Lord, is this working? Because here it is. I can make it work if I really want to. I can figure it out if I want to. But the question becomes, is this the effort I need to invest? Because maybe, Faith, I'm striving when I should be abiding. And that's really all the text says, church. He gives them this illustration. He says, I'm the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, watch this, you will bear much fruit. You know, I would preach that real good, but I can't preach it yet because I got to help you. Because notice this, the branch don't have to do no work on its own. You ain't going to say nothing to me. Some translations say if you abide in me and I abide in you. The branch don't have to do no work. Barbara, it just got to stay connected. The branch don't have to struggle. The branch just has to stay in position. And the Lord Jesus says, listen, if you abide in me, that means to dwell. That means to rest. That means, watch this, to surrender. If you abide in me, the good news is I'm going to abide in you. And can I help somebody with the revelation that sometimes God gets closer to you when you get closer to him? Wish I had a church. He says, if you abide in me, I abide in you. But the good news, you've got to remain in me because, watch this, you like a, a branch connected to the vine. And if you stay connected, you're going to bear some fruit. Let me help you. The question you got to ask yourself is, are you ready to stop striving? You ain't said nothing to me. Are you ready to get in the flow of purpose? Hallelujah. Are you ready to get in the flow of what the Lord is trying to tell you to do? Because here it is, some of you are working too hard. You ain't going to say amen today. But here's the good news, church, that you don't have to strive. You can just abide. And I want to help somebody right here 
Because what I believe you about to do in this next season of your life is you about to step into a whole new level of the purpose of God. And if you're going to step into a whole new level of the purpose of God, you're going to have to stay connected like you've never been connected before. Can I take my time? I wish I had somebody that would, would just understand that this season of your life, it is a connected season. I wish, I wish somebody could get excited, not over the blessing on the way, but on the connection that you have. Because too many times we want God to do something in the future. But the Lord is saying, you got me right now. And if I was Baptist, I would tell somebody that you can lose everything. Because the old church would say, you can have the world, but just give me Jesus. And there's about five people in here today, Emmanuel, and the truth is, you're ready to give up some stuff so you can get more of Jesus. And I would preach to your neighbor because you don't know how to shout. And I would tell your neighbor that this is the transition season. Oh, I feel them now. Where the Lord says, I'm about to show you who you really are. And what God is trying to tell your neighbor is that you don't have to be anything that I am not in. We about to preach it, man. You ready? But can you tell your neighbor real quick? That feels better. Thank you, man. That's why we pay you the big bucks. Hallelujah. But can you tell your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm ready to stop striving and to start abiding. Because my Bible tells me that he is the vine and I am the branch. And if I abide in him, then he will abide in me. And that if I remain in Jesus, then he will remain in me. And the good news is that if I just stick with Jesus, I'm going to walk into purpose. The good news is that if I just stay with the Lord, he's going to make me fruitful. And I wish I had somebody in the church that can prophesy over your life and say this is my fruitful season. I can't hear nobody in here. Can you just declare it over your life and say I don't care what my money looks like. I don't care what my house looks like. I don't care what my job looks like. But I just believe God that I'm going to walk into my fruitful season. Can I look at you real quick with my spiritual glasses?
and, and, and what my spiritual glasses tell me because I put on my spiritual x-ray vision and, and what it tells me is that you look better in your future than you look right now and the reason that you look better in your future is because now you're ready to walk in the purpose of God I can't preach to you because you ain't happy but can you just say it right now and say Lord I'm ready to walk in a new level of the purpose of God I'm ready to stop a striving and I'm ready I said I'm ready I said I'm ready to start abiding because I've learned that if I'm going to be all that God said that I'm going to be I got to get out of my own way come on I feel a preach right here but go on tap your neighbor come on down Emmanuel go on tap your neighbor and say neighbor get out of your own way I can't hit nobody in here come on talk to your neighbor then say neighbor purpose is waiting for you God is waiting for you to take you to a new level God is waiting for you to take you to a new season God is waiting for you to take you from faith to faith and from glory to glory and what God wants to know is are you ready to surrender your will surrender your way and surrender your thoughts to what I'm trying to do I can't hear no money in here but can you lay hands on yourself and say sell it's time to give it to God oh I can't hear you talking to the preacher say sell it's time to give it to God because God says you're about to walk into who you really are I'm about to show you what you're really made of I'm about to show you who I've created you to be and I created you I designed you to walk in purpose I created you and I designed you to walk in the plan of God I created you and I designed you to do the will of Lord and sometimes if you're going to get a new life then you got to lose your life I can't hear nobody in here I said sometimes that if you're going to get your life I mean the real life I mean the life God wants you to live you got to lose your life and you got to say God I'm ready to give you myself so that I can walk in purpose and say God I'm ready to give you my will so that I can walk in purpose and say God I'm ready to give you what you want so I can walk in purpose and sometimes you got to lose the old you to get the new you for my mind tells me that if any man they be in Christ they are a new creation 
generation. Come on, prophesy over your neighbor and say, neighbor, you're already brand new. I can't hear nobody in here. I said, turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, you're already brand new. Your life brand new. Your money brand new. Your marriage brand new. Your job brand new. Your family brand new. Your purpose brand new. You're already new. And the reason that you're already new is because now you're not in your will, but you're in God. Now you're not in your plan, but you're in God's plan. Now you don't want to be who you think you should be, but you want to be who God wants you to be. Can I help somebody and let you know that I learned this lesson not too long ago. I was driving and I lost my license. Has anybody ever lost your license before? I mean, I lost my license. I was riding dirty. I didn't have no ID. But can I tell you what happened when I lost my ID? It forced me to go in and get a new identification. I can't hear nobody in here. So I get to the DMV and I say, man, can you help me? Because I lost my ID. I lost who I was. I don't have no identification. And the lady says, sure, I can help you. But can you remember what was on your license? And I said, yeah, I think I can remember. She said, well, how tall are you? And then I thought to myself, well, my license says six foot, but I'm really about 5'11". She said, okay, well, let's put the truth on your ID. I can't hear nobody in here. She said, do you remember how much you weigh? I said, my license said 200, but I'm really about 215. She said, well, that's all right, because you can tell the truth, because I ain't going to tell nobody that you gained 15 pounds. I can't hear nobody in here. She said, let's put the truth on your identification. And she says, did you have a picture? I said, yeah, I used to have a picture. She says, well, since you lost your license and your weight has changed and your height has changed, you probably look different too. I can't hear nobody in here. And then she laughed and said, guess what, man? You are a completely different person. And I laughed at her. And I said, you know what? You're so right. I'm not who I used to be. I can't hear nobody in here. I'm not what my old ID said that I was. I'm not what they used to call me. I'm not where I was on yesterday. But can I prophesy to your neighbor and say, neighbor, the reason you about to walk into a new level of purpose is because you're not who you used to be. The reason you're about to walk into a new level of purpose is because you got a whole new identification. And God says, you are who I said you are. Not who your boo said you were. Not who your ex said you were. Not who your boss said you were. But you are who I said you are. Because before I formed you in the womb, I already knew you. I already called you. And 
made you fearfully and wonderfully. You ain't got to lie to yourself and you ain't got to lie to nobody about who you really are. And I wish I had 10 people that knew who you really were, knew who God said you are, knew who God said you're going to be to lift up your hands to God and say, God, I am yours. I belong to you. I am not my own, but I belong to Jesus. And where you lead me, I will follow. Where you take me, I will go. Where you shift me, I will live. I will be in the purpose and the plan of God. I wish y'all let me preach. But can you prophesy to somebody and say, neighbor, this is the season. And I speak it in your life that the purpose of God is coming for you. This is the season. And I speak it in your life that the purpose of God is pulling you in. It's changing your job. It's changing your money. It's changing your life. It's changing who you used to be. Because when you get in your purpose, you can't be who you were. But you got to be who you're going to be tomorrow. Can you just lift up your hand and say, neighbor, I'm stepping into my tomorrow. I'm stepping into who God said I am. I will not be this way, but I'm going to turn around. I'm going to walk in purpose. I'm going to give it to Jesus. I'm going to say, Lord, I'm yours. Trade my mind for your mind. Trade my thoughts for your thoughts. Trade my will for your will. I'm ready to give you what you want. I'm ready to give you what you ask. I'm ready to walk in purpose. Clap your hands and shout. Hallelujah. I want somebody to understand this today. That purpose is calling your name. Hallelujah. Purpose will wait for you, but you don't want to waste too much time. I'm talking to somebody today because I, I really believe that you're ready to get in God's plan. Thank you for tuning into the Faith Forward Podcast. We pray that this word has blessed you and drawn you closer to God. If you desire to connect with our church, please visit www.faithmove.org to join the Faith Forward family or become a covenant partner. We pray that God's abundant blessings, his love, his joy, and his peace continue to reign in your life.